start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. What's going on, everybody? Um, big, big time apologies. This is 100% Tom's fault. Uh, we're, we're a few days late on the podcast. It's not it's Tom's fault. not my fault at all. Yeah, it's not your fault. But it's fun to say. So we... I'll take the blame. Yeah. Everybody's in the house. We got Luke, Tom, Nick. We're all here. What's going on? To throw our sincerest apologies for being four days late. Four days? Yeah. Well, we did warn you. So. Yeah. We did make a post about it, so if you pay attention to the gram, you knew that we were delayed a few days. Uh, we had some COVID issues in the family, which delayed us, but you're still getting the episode this week and an episode on Sunday again. So be prepared. Listen to them both. We appreciate you, and thanks for uh, sticking around and cooperating with us. This one that we're recording right now is going to be as close to live as it gets, because we're dropping it. As soon as we're done recording. Yeah, you can listen to this one while we're recording the next one. Yeah. Wow. We're going to be up all night. It's going to be That's wild. That's true. Just recording all, all hours of the night. Yeah. For for the fans. Nick just got his wisdom teeth out, so he's just going to sit in the corner and probably yeah, I'm gonna not talk Yeah, we're going to be pretty quiet much. for today. I'll talk a little bit, but the more I talk, the more it hurts. So, well, but yeah. Like Luke said, for the fans, speaking of fans, when February? Tom started an OnlyFans. No, I did not. Uh, February, have you ever thought correct? About it? We're <laughs> announcing the Patreon winner. Yeah. So you have like two weeks left to two weeks commit to seventeen cents a day for your chance to win a mobile setup of your choice, equivalent to what five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's right. So wow. make sure you sign up, get your chance to win a mobile setup. Right on. Thanks, Tom. 17 cents a day. We missed you. Was it last? Last, last week, yeah. yeah. You weren't. It was just me and Nick, and he said, unfortunately, Tom's not here to tell you about the 17 cents a day, but we got you back, and you're getting your money's worth. Yep. All 17 cents worth. <laughs> All 17 cents for the day. So, Luke, anytime right. you're here, what do we talk about? Um, usually, it is uh, stocking... Um, mobile hunting, um, mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. anything that involves uh, mm-hmm. deer hunting yes. is basically you know what my specialty is. Absolutely, every time. But so not, we're not going to do that today? No, no, we're going to talk about fishing like we always do. Excellent. So where did you, you just got back from a trip a couple of days ago. So a couple of days ago. And I didn't even know you were going. Someone, I think Gabby told me, she's like, I saw Luke's uh, moving to Michigan. I was oh. like, what? She's yeah. like, yeah, I saw a Snapchat. He's got a U-Haul and he's going to Michigan. I'm like, he, that is not a thing. Like, I don't, I don't know what he's doing, but it's not that. So I, uh, it's a little game I like to play. No, but I, uh, I got a U-Haul and because we were going with a group of three guys uh, to Michigan, so she was correct on that part. And when you have an entire U-Haul loaded up, 
to your truck, it looks like you're moving. Yeah. It's usually why you get a U-Haul. Mm-hmm. So I posted a little little story on the Snapchat that you know said "Peace out, PA," and have like a little arrow going to Michigan, and uh, got a lot of lot of uh, traffic. A lot from of that. question marks. Yeah. Yes, uh, but no, it was solely an ice fishing trip for leave four days. Uh, we kind of went in blind. We really didn't have a clue what we were doing, where we were going. What body of water were you? Uh, you didn't even have that planned. A lot it was of just them. jumping no. around. So originally we planned to go to this. Uh, it's called Cadillac Lake. Excellent. And uh, we didn't we didn't get an Airbnb. We didn't get a you know book a hotel or anything. We were just gonna go there and you know try and find a little motel. Uh, wherever we were that night so mm-hmm. that we could be mobile. Cause we were afraid that if we got, you know, an Airbnb and either they had some bad weather or fishing just wasn't going to be tied to one yeah, spot. We'd have to be driving a couple hours every day. So about five or six hours into our trip, um, which we're almost there, uh, at this point, like five, six hours in, we, uh, saw a couple lakes with open water. We're like, mm, mm. that's not what we love to see. No. So, did you call any bait shops in the area? Like, hey, do you guys have ice? <laughs> yes. Um, and all the reports were, hey, you know, it's spotty, you know, three to five, kind of same, same thing. But we had, I mean, there was open water on every lake around here, so mm-hmm. we were just eager to eager to get out. So uh, we were like, it well, said three to we'll five go. is good. Let's yep, go. We'll find it. So we weren't super confident with uh, the lakes that we were finding around there, and at this point, it was pretty late because we were got you a, more inland or more towards like lake michigan we we're like dead center like uh cadillac lakes like pretty pretty center but okay. like i was saying when we were five six hours in we uh decided to uh put a little twist on the trip and drive all the way to the west end of the upper peninsula that's so, a drive so that added a couple so you hours were, to our trip. you made sure you found ice is basically <laughs> what yes. yeah we're we were going where they're taking side by sides and sleds out. That a boy. So uh, we're like, all right, well. And at this point, I woke up at uh, probably about six thirty, and went to work. Worked eight hours. Went and picked up the U-Haul, and I believe we left my house at around six o'clock. P.M. P.M. Yep. And I drove from six to six after being up for, you know, that whole day. And I, it was a good trip. You know, I wasn't really nodding off until about that last hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really struggling. Uh, we were actually on our way to the Little Bay to Knock is where we were going to start. And I just, I couldn't couldn't keep my eyes like that open. one time you and i went salmon fishing and you almost went off the road like every 30 seconds yeah. i was like you want me to drive he's like no i'm good as he's bouncing off the guardrail like i don't get, think you're good I'm, we had punching me it we had awesome. some buddies from michigan that were messaging us because luke was putting on a story oh yeah and they even they're like well you guys are way up there <laughs> yeah. yeah they're like you guys went up so yeah i mean we we probably almost you know, by the miles we put on, we probably could almost done a Florida trip about the same amount of miles. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, I'm like, Hunter, uh, this is Hunter Daniels. We've talked about him before on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, you got to drive, dude. Like, I'm, I'm not going to make it. I need to take a, you know, hour and a half, two hour little power nap. And that way, because we were getting there, like I said, like six in the morning. So you were going to we start gonna fishing. Start fishing. Yep. And... 
Uh, we were like, all right, well, and the plan was just to start as far north as we can and then work our way south because the weather mm. was supposed to be like, you know, negative five, you know, the whole time we were there. So even if a lake had two inches, it would be fishable on our way back through. Yeah. So I get in the passenger seat, get all comfy, cozy, and, you know, trying to nestle my way in and uh, hear deer. Look up, Hunter smacks a deer. Like, with your not, truck? With my truck. That's not, the best. Not, you know. Didn't you just get your truck ha- yeah. fixed oh, from yeah. hitting a deer? Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I had it back for probably about a week and a half, two weeks. That's <laughs> slick. Yeah, so real nice. Uh, I kind of, like I said, I was trying to nod off and looked up, and there is just, it looks like a Congo line across the road. There's like mama <laughs> or three babies, just, there's nothing you can do. The roads are a sheet of ice. We got a U-Haul in the back just loaded to the roof. Like, just, there's nothing you can do. So, luckily, mom makes it out. First two babies make it out. And it's sad to say, but this was little, like, 40-pound fawn. Didn't mm-hmm. even make it above my bumper. Just kind of crippled right under the wheel well. And I was like, don't even, like, I'm like, he's he's done. Like, yeah. things tiny. I'm like, let's, you know, let's get to where we're going. We'll assess the damage then. And so kind of look back, he, you know, deer wasn't on the road. It probably flung off the road is, you mm-hmm. know, how small this deer was. And, uh, so we get to where we're going or we get to a bait shop actually and pull out the flashlight and there's just snow covered over my whole bumper cause it was snowing the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, well I wiped it off and found a couple little pieces of hair and kept looking and I'm like, dude, I don't see a scratch, like not even a little dimple nothing mm-hmm. and we're like well it's still pitch black and we're using our phone flashlights but i'm like i don't want to jinx it but it doesn't seem like there's anything there well so, that's how we did with my deer that i hit with my truck at first it didn't look that good. bad and then the more we looked the more we found so. yeah so luckily this isn't how that happened we got to the to the bay and uh looked all around the truck and absolutely no damage not even a scratch in the paint nothing nice. so so did you get a nap uh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't think I, so. I didn't get in. Probably woke him right up. Yep, yep. I was, uh, I was, I was wide awake. And pissed off the rest yep. of the ride. I made it. I made it twelve hours, and he made it about twelve minutes. And <laughs> like, this is great. Um. So, anyways, we get to this beta knock, and we did some research in the car on the way there, and figured out, you know, where we wanted to go. Looked at some spots, and you know, pinned our spot that we wanted to go out and. It was like, you know, maybe maybe a little over a mile where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Well, the lakes were horrible because there was snow, so it wasn't it was like just dragging ice. on ice. Yeah, it was dragging through the snow, so it took us, you know, a good while to get out there. And, was there many other people out? Oh, yeah. I mean, there were snowmobiles side-by-sides mm-hmm. just ripping by us, and we're like, oh, we should have brought one, <laughs> but they're crazy up there. I mean, there was you know sleds on five inches of ice you know just go fast enough it doesn't matter yeah but uh so we get to our spot and it's cold like i think the coldest we saw was like negative nine and winds were ripping and it was it was cold so we set up the huts and you kind of used them as like warming shacks and tried to bounce around a little bit and uh Hunter actually had a um, Garmin Live Scope. It's like a three thousand yeah, dollar unit, like just no joke. insane. 
So never well, used br- it. Yeah, break into a little bit what that is because I have no idea what that is. So basically, you know what an underwater camera is. Yep. And you know what a flasher is. Not, I mean, I under, I know what a flasher is, but I don't know what it so, does. Okay, so a flasher basically sent like you got a little circle. It's like a screen of LEDs, and you drop your transducer in the water, and it shows you where the bottom is. It's just like a big solid red line, and uh, say you know it's twenty feet deep. So then you drop your jig down and you can adjust your gain and, you know, everything to get like a real thin, like green uh, LED that kind of goes up and down the water column. So it's kind of like a fish finder, but it's live. So a fish finder kind of scans and then scrolls across the screen so you can't actually like see what's moving. Well, with a flasher, you can jig and actually watch your jig go up and down. Well, this Garmin Live Scope is like a mix between an underwater camera and a flasher. So it shows you, like, the flasher shows you a little, you know, red LED of the fish. This shows you, like, on a fish finder, like an arc, kind of like a mark, but it's the shape of the fish. It shows the size, shows your lure in live time. Yeah, they're so insane. If you go look at Uncut Anglings oh, YouTube Weed. channel, yeah, Aaron, Weed, he he's had one for a while like since they first came out and he's done a lot of really in-depth videos with them mm-hmm. and they're absolutely insane you can do anything with them they are I, yeah. it's insane. What's, the, what's the range uh on them i believe you Far. can go up to like 160 feet okay so i'm not positive like, but you can drill a hole in the not ice. depth that like you can turn it sideways and yeah look i know that's what i mean like, sideways it, it, yeah, yeah that's what i'm yeah. saying because like i mean it's cool to look straight down, but mm, oh, we, it's way we, more beneficial to see what's out around you as well. Yeah, rather oh, than drill 30 down. holes. As Tom way. would say, turn the lake to Swiss cheese. Yeah. I love that saying. We use it all the time. <laughs> and we turned a lot of lakes to Swiss cheese in Michigan. But we drill a hole, put that thing down there, and, oh, hey, there's a tree, you know, 40 feet that way. Drill a hole, like, where we guessed was, you know, 40 feet. He can see my auger bust through the ice. He's like, hey, you know, go. Go six feet to your left, drill another hole, and I'm right on top of a tree. Like but you know, with that structure, you're probably going to yeah. get onto some fish. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's wild. So it's so good to where you, you can look at that screen and you can tell that it's a tree on the bottom instead um, of just like... We had a muskie come in, and I could see its pectoral fins and its tail fin, and yeah, like we, you could insane. see the shape of a muskie. It was, From 100 feet no, away? No, th- this one was directly below us, like... Sniffing our jigs. But, I mean, you were able to see, you could definitely tell that it was a tree 40 foot away, which, you know, is it, I think it, is pretty interesting. It's, it's a lot to dial in. Like, it's not just you buy one and plug it in and take it out. Like, it's there's a lot of homework, a lot of research to learn the unit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even with, like, experienced anglers, like younger kids, like, you, you know, you give an old person a cell phone, they have no idea, you know, what they're doing. It's You kind of get that same feeling when, you know, you get this advanced equipment. I was like, dude, I don't know. But over the course of, you know, those four days, we, we got it dialed in pretty it, good. How much would you say it helps you? Uh, I mean, we, so in Michigan, um, be 100% honest, we didn't have the best luck in Michigan. Um I mean, we caught walleye, we caught perch, we caught crappie, we caught bluegill. But, you know, we're used to, you know, lakes that we know and coming here and, you know, just how, how is it catching? That was one thing I was interested in. How is it catching walleye through the ice? Because that's one thing I personally haven't done. And walleye can be a lot of fun, you know, on open water. And mm-hmm. I just didn't know if, uh, 
if if like the cold water makes them more dormant or dormant or you well, know how does it react? They're definitely a little tricky. Like they're not like in Lake Erie when we're trolling. I mean, you can you can throw your you know lanyard to keys behind the boat and catch walleye. They're so aggressive. Um, in the winter time, you can hit that. You know uh, where they're you know flying up and real aggressive, but also sometimes depending on time of day and temperature and weather, they can be real finicky and, you know, not want to hit anything. Just kind of nose your bait and you got to have the perfect presentation for them. But, um, in Michigan, um, we never caught anything, you know, real big at all. I think the biggest fish, the hardest fighting fish we probably caught was hunter caught like an 11 inch bluegill, like just a slab. It's a hog. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but we were kind of getting discouraged because, we hit, you know, quite a few lakes, and, I mean, we were all catching fish, but they were, you know, little perch, little bluegill, you know, baby crappy, like, mm-hmm. nothing, you know, spectacular. We caught a couple nice big bluegill, and but we were like, this, I mean, I could go anywhere back home and, you know, no. catch just as many or more bluegill than we're catching now. And mm-hmm. Were you, uh, did you talk to any locals or bait shops? Like, how was everybody else doing? Were, well, that's where I'm getting with this story. Okay. Um, and so we started, you know, joining some Facebook groups, you know, Michigan Ice Fishing and uh, Ice Fishing Michigan. It's like the same group, just switch the names. But anyway. Check so out we, the Blue Ice Report. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we were seeing posts and like people would have like five bluegill and like three perch and they were like eight inch perch. They're like Hammered you know, them today. Yeah, yeah, like. Fishing's really heating up, starting to get really good, like, awesome day. We're like, what are you talking about? And that's all you got. I'm like, you got a handful of bluegill and three perch. If if you don't have five-gallon buckets full, I ain't interested. I'm like, what what is this? I mean, granted, don't get me wrong. There were a couple people that really knew what they were doing and would go out and, you know, catch a limit of walleye and, Mm -hmm. you know, have, you know, real success out there, but... I mean, those guys probably are either locals or had some intel. And, I mean, sometimes it is just dumb luck. You just yeah. land on the fish. But we didn't have that. I mean, we were we were struggling. And, uh, like I said, we felt, you know, a little defeated at Because, like, we are pretty, you know, decent fishermen. And mm-hmm. uh, catching, you know, a bunch of hand-sized bluegill and, you know, 8-inch perch really wasn't filling our urge to yeah. ice fish. But And we were joking. We watched a video and... This guy's ice fishing, uh, I forget what lake it was, but um, it might have been the Beta Knock, and he's catching perch, and he pulls this perch out, and he's like, oh man, he's like another jumbo. It's like a nine-inch perch. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I've ever kept a nine-inch perch. Like, back on like Lake Erie, like a jumbo, you're catching 14s, 15, 15s, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever kept a eight nine inch perch definitely haven't um, called it a jumbo no and yeah and if i did it it wasn't a jumbo um so we were kind of laughing at that and it it just seemed like you know there were a lot of fish up there but there was also a ton of pressure because yeah. they were the only ones that had ice that mm-hmm. soon so all the lakes were you know gas augers and side-by-sides ripping and snowmobiles mm-hmm. ripping and just a lot of noise on the ice that kind of felt like it shut the lakes down a little bit so anyways we were having some cold weather back home 
and we decided to, you know, cut our trip a day short because it really, you know, wasn't worth another day in the hotel and, you mm-hmm. know, traveling. It'd just be nice to get back a day early and kind of relax. So uh, me and Hunter planned to hit a local lake um, the following weekend. And, you know, try and get, you know, some of our courage back, you know. (laughs) Get back into uh, the fish. But every report we had was, you know, three inches, you know, three and a half. Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, let's just go. We'll take all of our ice fishing stuff. Let's just go on a scouting trip. We'll take the spud bars. We'll hit a bunch of spots we want to go. And if we can get out, great. If not, we'll move to the next spot. So we started at like 5 a.m. just trying to, you know, we didn't know. Find ice. Yeah. So we get to our spot and get our spud bar out and we start walking and there's like four inches. So we're like, sweet. And it is, I mean, solid ice. Mm. Everywhere around here we didn't have much snow and it was cold. So we had like just solid clear ice, which was phenomenal. We never get that in PA. Mm -hmm. It's always that slop slush ice. And, you know, we're hitting, going, you know, 20 feet, spudding, 20 feet, spudding. And it goes for, you know, three and a half, three, two and a half. Like, come on. Like, we're looking, we're like, you know, the drop off where we want to be is, you know, coming up. Like, let's just let's, hold like, a let's little just, longer. Like, just stay this two and a half. And, you know, Hunter's spudding and, you know, two hits he's blowing right through. And I'm like, come on. Like, dude. We got to find a way. So we look up, you know, the the map, and I'm like, honestly, I'm like, we're standing on two. Like, I don't want to fish on two. I don't want to stay on two. But I'm like, we just walked through three and a half, four. I'm like, there's got to be solid ice. And we're looking at the map, and there's like a little outlet that kind of flew, flew into the lake right where we were. So we kind of were walking next Across, to that. Yeah. And we were like, okay, well, maybe that's what's keeping the ice thin. So we kind of did, you know, a walk around. And, I mean, went back right up to that three and a half. We're like, perfect. So we get out, you know, maybe three or four hundred yards from our spot. And we're like, perfect. Like, let's, we're good. And, I mean, ice is getting thicker, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, the further away from that mouth and the shore we are. Like, let's go grab our stuff and we can get out here and, you know, start fishing right at light. So we went back and uh, we're putting the flashers down and uh, the panoptics after we get down to our spot. And, you know, we find some structure and, I mean, there's just fish cruising. So we're like, all right, like I can, I can get, you know, down on this. And so I drop my line down and maybe not even a minute later, set the hook and I'm like, oh, hey, that's a nice fish, you know, right off the bottom. It's like a little, you know, 14 inch walleye. I'm like, nice. first good, fish, good little like, start. Like, yeah. this is the biggest fish we've caught, you know, and, you know, since our trip in Michigan, I'm like, I'm, I'm happy with this. So I let that one go and we're, we're targeting crappy. Mm-hmm. And so Hunter, you know, catches a crappy real, real nice one. And I'm like, all right. So I drop back down, catch a bluegill. I'm like, all right. So I got a walleye and a bluegill. Hunter's got a crappy. Hunter catches another crappy. I catch a perch. So I'm like, all right, well, I got three species. I got a walleye, a bluegill and a <laughs> perch. Hunter's, you know, already got two fish in the bucket. Like let's, let's figure out what he's doing. And how, uh, how close are you guys sitting to each other? Uh, me to you away. Okay. You know, we're, we're right In next the to same each other. Way. Yeah. No, we, we weren't. weren't hut. But basically yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could you could have slapped a hut over both of our heads. Um, 
So we get, you know, set up how we want to and, you know, find some holes that are, you know, really producing and both just started, you know, ripping fish out. And we're just having a ball. I mean, we're catching, I don't want to say every species, but I mean, we're catching a lot of fish. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a couple buddies that wanted to come out, you know, later in the day and, uh, you know, meet up with us. So... We texted them and uh, told them. Not catching fish shit. Not shit. worth your time. No, we, we texted them and told them where we were, and they started coming out. And me and Hunter are sitting there just ripping fish out. I mean, like filling buckets. And we see them, like, standing there, and they call me, and they're like, hey, where are you? And I'm like, I'm, hey, right, like I'm, my hands are up. Like, I'm, you know, sliding across the ice. Like, you see me? I'm waving. And he's like, dude, this ice is sketchy. I'm like, it's a little it's bit, thin. Um, but it's solid. Like it, I felt safe out there. Thin, but, but solid. They were, they were getting sketched out from the cracking because it was real cold. It sounded like a alien laser gun show. Just this <laughs> pew, 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 mm-hmm. just cracks shooting across the ice. So they were getting a little sketched out and took them a while to get out there. And they didn't even like, before they even set their stuff up, uh, our buddy told us that he brought McDonald's. We're like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm eating, <laughs> I'm eating some McChickens. So I was like, hey, like fish this hole right here. Like I just pulled up three fish on your guys' walk out, mm-hmm. and my buddy pulls up like a you know real nice like 13 inch crappie. I'm like, all right, solid. Like he he's been fishing for 30 seconds. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, all right, well, how's that for a start? You like our spot? <laughs> and uh, uh, Hunter hands our other buddy. You know his pull because he he's pretty hungry and wants to eat some McChickens, and uh, he's like, oh, there's a fish coming in, and because he can see it on the garment, it's big fish, and sets the hook and just starts ripping drag, and we're like, oh, this is a good fish, and you know pulls up just another hog, like it's it was just you know one of those days just what kind of all were you allowed to say what kind of fish that was? No, um, <laughs> so just, just a big fish, yeah, a real big fish. And, uh, are you afraid of giving away the location by talking about this species or huh? no? Cause I mean, they, people could do their homework. I just, just rather not say, you All know, right. well, I'm so, going to ask you about it later. Yeah. You for sure. Mike's off. I'd love to tell you, um, shut them off yeah. right now. And, uh, All right, look, they're off. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so what it was, was, uh, I'm just kidding, but, um, so we had a great time and, you know, started to get a little sketchy, uh, it was making a lot of ice, and we were getting thrown around. Like, not just, you know, dropping a little bit and having water shoot up our holes. Like, we were getting thrown side to side and big really? pressure cracks opening up right next to us. And when we walked out, it looked like, you know, a mirror. And by, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it looked like a Doritos chip that somebody had stepped on. Like, it was just Crack. shattered, dude. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, just all day. And I'm surprised with the ice making that much noise that we were actually, you know, hammering fish like we were. Mm-hmm. But, um, so that was, that was pretty nice to get that, get that redemption. And yeah, uh, after a slow trip, yeah, it always I mean, sucks when you drive forever and go somewhere oh, and it's like, okay, let's do it. And then it's that, a shit trip. <laughs> that was like our, our last Canada trip. I mean, we caught a couple hundred perch. But a, yeah. The, yeah. Can- it was a fun new- trip, but we could have done just as well fishing. We right could have done, yeah, better. We yeah. could have kept kept more fish, had more yeah. to eat. That, that was like 
when we were in Michigan. We just drank a like, lot of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we I, did. I was like, I could go fish Horseshoe Pond right now mm-hmm. and catch, you know, 10 times the fish I'm catching here. Yeah. And I yeah. just drove, you know, 15 hours to get to this spot. And I'm like, you know, kind of. Things you'll do to fish. Bit. I know. It's insane. <laughs> but so we redeemed ourselves and uh, had a great time. And now I'm. You know, just getting all my stuff rigged up. Hunter actually got a new hut. He got one of them one-man Eskimo flip-overs. Mm-hmm, those are slick. And that thing's, I mean, he pulls, you know, right up behind him, drills his hole, and sits down and starts fishing. Like, mm-hmm. mine, I got I got a ultralight, like a featherweight pop-up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it takes a little while. You got to stake it down if it's windy. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of kind of a pain. So I was looking at, you know, one of them one-man fold-overs. And they're, not, they're heavy, but they're nice. They are really nice. And on that, and they don't pull that hard, even though they're kind of heavy. They mm-hmm. don't pull bad. No, and you can buy those uh, strips for the bottom of the sled mm-hmm. that you know really help in the snow, really glide across. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But and we're supposed to get some wicked cold weather here in the next couple of days. Wicked it's supposed to be, good. It's supposed well, to be in the negatives. Like, so. I think today was the like what they said is going to be the warmest it's going to be for a few days, mm-hmm. like for like a week or so, and it was ten. Yeah. So <laughs> there's like I know I there was it a got couple up to sixteen. It was pretty cold. It was pretty cold today. I know uh, we've got temperatures where, like, the real temp is like negative five, negative three, negative five. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's like the real temp. Wind chill is going to even less, which doesn't make ice, but it's going to be cold. Uh, I'm pretty sure negative five makes. (laughs) No, I'm saying like (laughs) wind chill. I'm just making it more. Can you explain that again, please? No. (laughs) (laughs) But so yeah, I'm excited. I'm you know going to go out again this weekend and. You know, uh, I got some plastics from BC Bates, uh, buddy I work with, uh, his dad, Tim Tomlin. He's got some custom colors and, you know, plastics that are, you know, just phenomenal. That's basically what I used, you know, that whole trip when me and Hunter came back and even in Michigan, you know, brought him there and, mm-hmm. um, just did really, really well on him. So, nice. uh, if you're looking to get into some, you know, soft plastics with your tungstens, uh, Hit up, you know, BC Bates or Tim Tomlin on Facebook, and he'll get you set up with, with the good stuff. He's got a color called uh, Eagle's Milk. And Eagle's I Milk. Shouldn't even be saying this, but it's it's like cheating. You throw huh. some Eagle's Milk down there, and you're catching fish. That's nice. That's a good name. Yeah, really good name. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. I know uh, Nick and Tom aren't huge fishermen, but they do enjoy getting out ice. I fishing, like ice so. fishing a lot more than open water fishing. That's yep. That's my kind of fishing. Yep, you just kind of sit and relax and drink some beers and have a good time. I know that's what Nick and Tom and you like to do out there. <laughs> Heck not, yeah. I'm uh, a tip-up kind of guy. Yep. I'm all about yep, tip-ups. Sit in my hut, drink some beers, wait for tip-ups. <laughs> yeah, or run over to the flags. Yeah, see, I'm more, I don't really drink at all when I, uh, when I ice fish. You'd probably fish like ice fishing. fishing way more if you did. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> But because I'm always running around and hole hopping, and I don't, mm-hmm. you know, rarely. I'm set also up my, comfortable my sitting hut. in the same spot all day. Yeah. I like hole hopping too. Yeah. Tom Tom likes to set his hut up. If he's catching fish, great. If not, just as also well. Also great. It'll yeah. move <laughs> as well. Yep. That's they'll be through say. anytime now. Okay, if Tom, we move like, over I'm, there, they'll move yeah. right here. I'd, I'd literally be 50 yards from Tommy and on a piece of structure. I'm like, hey, like I'm doing pretty well over here. Like, you know, you want to come over? He's like, I'll, we'll move in. Sat in the same <laughs> spot all day. <laughs> all right. Well, Classic. Each they always own. do. Yep. Always move in. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we, we broke the golden rule in Michigan a few times. Don't leave fish to find fish. 
idiots. Uh, I mean, we were leaving Perch and Bluegill and little stuff, and we're like, well, let's let's try and find somewhere else. Nothing. Nothing. I'm like, well, I guess we could have caught four inch perch all day. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot to uh, tell the fans uh, there was a lake we fished, and I believe it was called Indian Lake. So we're like, all right, like this this looks like a pretty good lake. You know, it's got some shallow areas with some drop offs. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, there's going to be fish, you know, and the drop offs coming up the ridges in the shallows. So we walked. This was our worst drag, you know, most snow, sticky snow. And we walked a, probably a good, like, I think it was 1.2 miles, I think it was. And we're like, all right, well, let's, you know, let's spud out and see, you know, what, you know, what we're working with. So Hunter busts a hole in the ice, and he's like, what the heck? Because when he broke through, the tip of his spud bar hit bottom. We're in less than two feet of water, like over a mile out. So we're like, was there that? more ice underneath? No. It no, was like the bottom. bottom. Like mud. Huh. So we're like, well. So it was just frozen solid or? No, I mean, there was only, you know, very five shallow inches. Lake. It was just a very, very <laughs> gradual lake. And we're like, well. That's pretty gradual. We're going to keep walking. And like, it wasn't like we were walking a shoreline for a mile. Like, we were walking dead center of the lake and two feet of water. Max depth we found in this lake was six feet. We're like, all right, well, we're setting up here because this is deepest as, as, as we can find. <laughs> And so we set up in same story as every other lake over there. I mean, little, little perch, little bluegill, like just nothing exciting and just a lot of walking. I mean, we probably put on 10 lake miles like, mm-hmm. that that trip. And nautical, was, miles. nautical miles. Nautical miles. <laughs> like, just walking, walking on the lake. It was it was horrible. I'm not a big walking guy. I like to, you know. Just kind of get to where I'm going and chill. I don't like walking miles and miles and miles. I got kind of bad knees and back. And I'm not a huge fan, so that was not fun dragging a sled. So you, when you started the story, you're like, oh, I almost forgot to tell you about this lake. I thought it was going to be a good story, but it's, no, a, it's a don't go to this lake. Don't go to Indian Lake. <laughs> I mean, there were guys spearfishing like two, three feet of water for uh, pike. I bet that would be a really good time. Yeah. I mean, it was legal. Like, you could drill big sight holes. You just had to mark them. So yeah. That would have been cool. But. Yeah, definitely. So. So, yeah, I guess uh, that'll wrap up this episode pretty much. I mean, yeah, I mean, Michigan, teach their own. If you've gone there and had, you know, great success. Or if you live there. Uh, yeah, keep or if on you live keeping there. On. Like, that's awesome. Keep those spots. But. Uh, you won't find we, Luke there. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, I'll not be making a trip back, and if I do, it'll be for some salmon and steelhead. So mm-hmm. maybe catch some scams. You know what a scam is, Tom? No. You know what it is, Nick? Yeah, I would imagine some some <laughs> so, sort of a fish. I was gonna. It's kind of like a pyramid scheme. No, a scam. <laughs> Technically, yeah, that different kind of scam. Frank, you know what a scam? So it's kind of like a, you know a. What's a term? So like you a, don't know what it no, is. No, it's a term that like a slang acronym. term. That's it. A slang term is what it is. It's not an anyways, acronym. <laughs> it is a uh, summer run steelhead. Okay. So we don't get them in Erie, but in Michigan, for some unknown reason that I don't know, somebody probably does. There's steelhead. A couple of them decide to run midsummer, and so that would be pretty cool to go out in the warm temps and you know fish for steelhead because usually you're pretty chilly around here when you're steelhead mm-hmm. fishing the creeks indeed so that would be about the only exception for going back to michigan right on 
Except there was a lake that you can spearfish sturgeon, so that would have been pretty mm, cool. Yes, that would be a lot of fun. But uh, they had like a season, and last year, like the year before, uh, the season closed in I believe like 32 minutes or something. It was a very, very short season. Got to be ready it's for kinda that like, one. There's a, there's uh, a bag limit, it's, and it's I think eight was like I the I think it's number. like North Dakota is like an over-the-counter state for bighorn sheep, and like it's same thing where it's like one sheep is allowed to be killed or two sheep or whatever and as soon as it happens it's the season's over so like gotta pay attention guys will pay a ton of money to have somebody basically scout and like find their sheep find a sheep and move in on it yeah wow yeah so that's how the sturgeon was it was good (laughs) season started whistle blew as soon as seven were harvested all right that's it we're done now we should totally get in on that that would be sweet. I think there's lakes that do it that don't have like a you know short season. Like I mean, I'm sure they have a season, but not yeah, a, not, not a thirty a minute, season. minute season. Yeah, you can probably get out there a little more. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I could kill a sturgeon to be honest. I wouldn't with really you. want to kill a sturgeon. I'd, I'd spearfish spear, pike. I could spear pike I'd, no, all day no, long. No, no <laughs> I'd never get sick of that. I'd have a great time. There's probably be more bluegill in them lakes if we took some pike out. Yeah. Well, the way I look at it is if you have to have a season. It's 32, minute lo- 32 minutes long. Maybe you shouldn't yeah. have a season. Maybe just well, close it for a little well, while. Well, let the well, population go Well, out. what they do is they're actually like um, running tests on these sturgeons. So all the sturgeon get donated. Uh, to, I forget what college it is, but a local college. And um, that's how they estimate, you know, number of fish and, you know, where they go. And they track them and, you know, dissect them, see what they're eating, how old they are. And kind of, you know, just learn a little more about them. So, I mean, I guess it's, you know, a good program. And I'm assuming there's a method to their madness, kind of like yeah. elk tags in PA. They kind of estimate how many elk there are and, mm-hmm. you know, sell a number of tags to put the herd at where they want it. So, mm-hmm. assuming that's what it was. Just so happened that they got their limit in, you know, 32 minutes. Wild. But... So there's Rue. He's uh, he's telling us to wrap it up. Yeah, Nick, but, I'll, you got you got to talk a little bit. All right. So I guess I will. You know, it's ice fishing season, so just make sure that these cold temps aren't keeping you from getting outside. Oh, I, I, you're I, so I, dumb. I, I know. You, you gave were, me to close it, we, and then you're gonna call me after. No, we've never we've never done this before. I, I'm not here often, and I've never interrupted to get outside. <laughs> but this this had to be said. What? Bush beer. Came out with a new can, Bush Light, that's ice fishing can. And oh man, on the can, if that doesn't get you outside, I don't know on, what will. On the can, so I don't know who designed it because it's awesome. Like you have oh, like my. inch marks. You're, you're like oh my gosh, no. like no, Bush, it's dumb. You're like oh my gosh, huh. Bush Light. They have an ice fishing can. Like I'm going ice fishing, getting my Bush Light ice can. Kind of like the camo cans in hunt yeah. season. Except this year they were like There's, Sitka. There are <laughs> yeah, there are two guys fishing the same hole. Which would just get tangled instantly. They put their rods in the same hole. Yeah. Okay. Which is never a good idea. Never a good idea. Never share a hole with with your buddy. buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Always ends bad. And there are trees growing in the middle of the lake. And he's he's using like full-size fishing rods. So Sounds like a bad can. Whoever the designer was, you know, was not an experienced ice fisherman. But. So next time, make sure you do that before we close out. Yeah. Well, why don't you why don't you close <laughs> nope, out again? It's not going to get closed Talk, out again. You don't you get to and get outside.